everybody. I hope y'all can hear me because I'm sitting in my car. I'm actually on a little break from work. Came out for a cigarette break. Well, I don't smoke cigarettes. Well, black them out by the smoke break. Uh, it's actually burning the hell up today. It really is. And I think today is the uh, 17th. Yep, today is the 17th. July the 17th. 2020 I'm real heartbroken right now real heartbroken and real confused you won't hear a lot of my segments where I'm real heartbroken and I'm real confused because it seems like I'm always that way even when I push myself to be feeling positive for that day or that moment something else comes in my mind or I think about this that didn't get done. Or I think about that that I fucked up at. Or I think about this person I let take advantage. Or I think about all the time I wasted. Or I think about how I could have been a better mom. Or I think about how I could have moved my kids out the city a long time ago. And, you know, enforced a better life on them a long time ago. Before they got adapted to the city. And this is why, because I'm about to go into my segment... Please bear with me, because like I said, I'm mad, I'm confused, I'm angry, and all at one time, okay? I visited a friend yesterday, a male friend, uh, and I've had male friends more than I did women all my life, but I've known this person for a long time, and I, they don't live far from me, so I just stopped past. Nothing like that, because, you know, I am unfortunately married. But, this broke my heart. I'm trying to share that news with him. And, despite me being in recovery from uh, my Percocet addiction with the pain medication and opioids. You know, I still feel like I need benzos or colitopins to sleep. Because the doctors just don't prescribe those things, the things that I need. And I still suffer with insomnia severely. And that is really not an excuse because I have overslept for work I meant because I can't get to bed until 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. Asamia is no joke if you have a mental problem some things are needed or these things would not have exist but we abuse things that's what the problem is I love the way they make you feel because they take you to another world. And I think we all want to re- escape reality once in a while. But I do not like what drugs do to people's life. I'm not saying no names. And I hope this friend never hears this podcast. And really, I don't give a fuck. Because you cannot lose grip like that. But anyway... He offers me a zanny or whatever, said he had some, but he goes inside a little bag that wound up having uh, some zannies, some e-pills, and some hard inside this bag. And I'm looking like, I mean, we talking about somebody that worked the, the cranes, you know, that go up in the air high, feet up, get a good amount of money, former teacher. Uh, father of a veteran and come from a good life a good upbringing which that doesn't matter we all know that but just never suspected this person to be touching no no crack basically 
hard is another street terminology for crack cocaine. And I'm not sure the exact age, but I know he's not too much older than me. So I want to say 38 at the most, 37. And you you dabbed out. We was both experiencing the Percocet used together. Because I feel like at one time, it was just like a popping trend until it became not fun no more. So people start dying. But when he pulled this little bag out, and I'm from the streets, it is what it is. You know, I didn't have this prissy, ditzy life. You know, I meant, I knew down the street they were selling crack cocaine. I knew on the corner by the store they were selling this. I knew where to go get whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted it. The drugs was literally dead smack in my face because I knew all the players that, that sold it. I mean, I was a dancer. Not to mention, I was helping feed their kids and their damn family my damn self. But my heart hurt. And, and it wasn't no intimate, never intimate relationship. Always a cordial friendship. You know, like a brother and sister friendship more so. But I was hurt. Like, and I asked. I said, so how did that start? Who was you with? When that started. And he says, well, this guy named Blank. And I'm like, wow. The devil knows the scent in your life. Somebody else. Well, even though he should have known better. Because you already had your experience with the perks. So it wasn't like, well, that wasn't the goddamn enough. That was always what was on my mind when anybody offered me any goddamn damn thing new. Because I was already experiencing uh, fighting one thing. I did not need another thing to be bad on with. Another drug, not thing. He gave me this little knife, just making sure I got home safe. And I'm a treasure, tre- treasure this knife. But I feel like I just lost another friend. Because I feel like once you touch crack cocaine, that's just another life. And you just open up a whole nother new door. And I've never experienced it in my life. But I know a lot of people who have. And I don't judge people. But when they're close, and um, that's the problem. Sometimes we look up to each other too much. Not realizing we all humans. And at any given time, your life can change. This is why you got to be grateful and thankful. And don't be cocky and boasting. And he was, uh, I will say that, a very cocky and boasting person. And that go to show you life would flip you upside down. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mean, he just lost weight all in his face. You could tell when a person using something, you know, and we all think when we doing something, we okay. Ain't nothing wrong because it ain't, because it it, it's not crack cocaine. And I always said that all drugs, even marijuana, drugs are drugs. If you go to any recovery program, they are not going to separate it 
and be like the weed smokers sit over here and the people that did dope sit over here they don't do that they they want you to realize that you have an addiction um for one because that's very important to recognize the problem before you can fix anything admit it admit look i got i have a problem you know i can't help myself or you know i i just can't and that's once you admit that to yourself you can go ahead and get some help and the way he was talking like it was cigarettes and uh just uh just once in a while thing and I'm like, you're not getting the bigger aspect of what I'm trying to say to you. This is not you. And I wish I would have had people. Well, you know what it is? I'm a true friend, and I'm always going to be a true friend, whether they like it or not. Some people can't take real shit. Some people can't take motherfuckers that really love you and really going to tell you, yo, you fucking up. You look retarded. You look ridiculous. You, you, you gained too much weight. You're overeating. You're uh, losing too much weight. I'm afraid of making that person upset. But when you love somebody, sometimes you got to get them tough love and tell them the goddamn truth. I wish somebody would have got on me like that. I had to force myself, and it was because I loved my kids. They just don't know how much. I love me too, but I, I really loved them, and I knew I made a decision to be a mom. And, and every anything bad, especially drugs, you buying and putting your money in the drugs. I mean, it's as much as everybody is struggling in the economy in this world today. Um, it is ridiculous. And we still waste unnecessary money. But the spending on drugs is retarded. Especially if you want this and that and you got some dreams and goals. You can't you can't really have both. They don't go together. Now, you can smoke some marijuana and, and make, you know, a, a, a deli living and, you know, be functioning and do what you got to do for years. I'm not saying it makes it better, but, you know, other drugs just cause you to be highly addicted or affect your body um, physically when you don't have them and you go on withdrawal. So, I mean, of course, that's a lot more severe than some weed you can deal with getting off of work, 8-hour, 12-hour shift, and smoking. And no one wanted to chill out. Lord Jesus, all I can do is pray for him, because I feel like that's it. I feel like something about crack cocaine, from the way people talk about it, is like this enjoyable thing, and once you do it, it's like the best thing you ever did in your life. That's the way they sound. People that I know experienced or dead with it, that's the way they sound to me. Like, it just gives you an automatic desire to always want and enjoy that high. Some people worse than others. I can't believe this person. But he ain't the first one. 
And this is why I had to force myself. He telling me he got out of rehab back in, 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 in March again from the perks. But then you hit me with that one. What the hell? <sighs> Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I pray to you. Because you are the beholder of all things. You got the final say so. And maybe this is some of the people's karmas. Because like I said, what you do, everything we do in life come back to us, man. But Lord, you know, I pray for him. I hope you can touch him and heal him from head to toe. Heal me. Continue to heal me because an addiction is not easy. It's like, and you get used to it, and it's like giving the baby, a, a new a infant, a new infant, a baby, a bottle for the first time again. Or putting the mother's nipple in the baby's mouth as the baby cried for milk or was hungry. like being inside your mother womb and needing to nurture off of her body and that's how bad it can get I'm happy and proud of myself I am and I gotta keep going it is, they, they right, it's a day by day thing you can't get too cocky and boasting on the fact that I quit something either because that's why they say never say never Never say never. Never think you too good for it to happen to. I don't see people in, even in their marriages. Even my mother. You get all boasting, my husband, my husband, my husband. And yes, the Bible says put your husband first, but don't forget your goddamn kids neither. My husband, my husband. Then when the husband leave or the marriage over, they so shocked. They just assumed that because they were legally married, it would never happen to them. Life happens to everybody. That's why you got to be strong. You got to be, you have to be strong, healthy, around positive energy only. Negative energy can only harm you. Make me not even want to come outside sometimes. But I got to make a living. Y'all have a blessed day. If anybody going through an addiction, just keep praying. Or try to go get help and check yourself in. There are places and resources. It might be hard, even if it's hard the first time. Don't give up. And just know that you can do it. You can. It is hard. It is. But it's, it's doable. It's possible. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've done it. I've seen people walk away from the most hardest drugs. And I'm going to keep praying for this one. But I just wanted to share that with you guys because that hurt it. It hurts because it's like I'm losing everybody. I'm losing everybody. I'm losing everybody. Damn, if it's not the drugs, it's to hate. And I'm going to leave it like that. If it's not to drugs, it's to hate. I feel like I'm losing everybody I know.